0: Imagine your wedding day with unparalleled service, commanding views and mature grounds on one of Ireland's most beautiful family-run countryside estates. Located on our private shores of Loch Sheelan, Crover House Hotel in Cavan offers a personal service to each couple. A limited number of 2016 wedding packages are still available. Call 049 8540 today. Our unique location for your unique occasion. Crover House Hotel.
1: Good evening ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the McAvoy Super Value We Are Cavan GA podcast. I'm Damien Donahue delighted to be joined by the sports editor of the Anglo South looking ahead to the quarter final of the Ulster Senior Football Championship and of course the minor uh, football championship as well so delighted uh, to be looking at it, Friday night, coming in, all excitement, boys, this is what the year builds up to, it's Championship time and Kavan are primed and ready to go, Paul.
0: Yeah, it's like a piece I wrote this week, Damien, in the South, where I talked about the song, Just Can't Get Enough, it's just been (laughs) in my head all week and since I wrote the piece, the lyrics took around in my head, it's getting hotter, it's a born in love and we just can't seem to get enough, I don't know what it is about Championship, but and I know from talking to you all week, you're the same as me. Absolutely buzzing. This is it. Like, for football followers like us, Damien, I mean, this is what it's all about.
1: It's the Christmas time of year. Cavan team has been named. Uh, a number of changes to it. Looking at it. Uh, so we'll just go through it nice and quickly. Raymond Galligan in goals. Full back line is Pork Faulkner, Killian Clark, and Rory Dunn comes in at number four. The half back line then is Fergal Flanagan, who comes in for Kieran Brady, Conor Mina and Niall Murray, who's in for. Uh, Kieran Brady. So Killian and Kieran Brady both out there, and Jason McLaughlin obviously from the corner. So three changes in defence. Then middle of the field, you have Tomas Corr with Liam Buchanan. The half forward line remains the same. Dara McVitie, Captain Grode McKernan, and Martin Riley. And the full forward line is David Givney, Michael Argue, and Shawnee Johnston. But the big talking point is there's three changes in that defence from the National League final. One forced through injury because looking through the bench Jason McLaughlin hasn't made it but Kieran Brady is on the bench and so is Killian Brady
0: Yeah Look let's, let's call a spade a spade from the start I think it weakens the team I am no no point saying it, different I'm a massive fan of Kieran Brady I've never seen him have a bad game with Cavan I've seen him have quiet games but he's never had what you'd call a stinker I think he's always consistent you can bank on him to be a 7 out of 10 he came off the bench last year just out of the 21s in the red hot Ulster Championship game against Monaghan he came up and scored a point he he is slotted into that wing half-back position I don't care for him anything whether he wasn't going well in training that's a man you can rely, rely on in battle and I'm very disappointed Forced off that Kieran really isn't on the team um, to, Fergo Flanagan and Rory Donner have come into the team two fellas who are proven uh, good consistent performers over the years, but two fellas that haven't played football in months, really. I know Rory has played some club football, and he's played minutes here and there for for Cavan, but he hasn't started the game for Cavan since the, nearly this time last year. Fergal mm-hmm. hasn't hasn't started the game for Cavan since the Mead game way back whenever that was, ten weeks ago. So, you know, we're not privy to what's going on behind closed doors of training, but. I would have to say that I would have been more confident with with the proven lads that we had in terms of we knew they were, how they had been going in the league. We know that we knew everything else. Now we don't know. Now we have a, a little bit of dirt creeping in.
1: Like Killie, you look you look at it as a two forms or two paths to any game of football. are the attacking and the defending end of it. Uh, Killian Brady for Fergal Flanagan. You kind of imagine they're both defenders. they are their qualities. Um, Jason McLaughlin. He's an attacking quality probably more so than a defensive quality and then Ciarán uh, it, it, Brady is the best balance on both as in attacking and defending he gives you both and in huge intensity now Niall Murray has been playing very well but it definitely looks more of a defensive team than we've had because Rory Dunn, you'd presume is going out to do a man marking job Fergal Flanagan a defensive style footballer, Niall Mori will obviously bring a lot of attack into the game, but his work rate in defence, it, it, to me, it, it feels like it's it's almost a bit
0: more cautious. Yeah, maybe Kevin feel they got the fingers born in Crow Park a little bit, and they're they're reverting to type. When, pre- when the pressure comes on in any sport, you're going to revert to type, and that's what Donegal did when they won the All Ireland. They they worked so hard in training to to recreate these pressure situations. so of when they reverted to type, the type they were reverting to was being pressure. able to cope with that pressure. Now, Kevin Kevin. The pressure's coming on the cabin management and I hope that they're not going going back to that old side of football that we saw because it it didn't serve them well. It served them okay in 2013. It didn't serve them well for the last two years and what did serve them well was going and committing to the attack and committing to this attacking style of play and you know, looking at the personnel they've picked they've dropped Kieran Brady who's, I don't want to keep going on by Kieran Brady but he's a fella that drives forward with the ball. He's got great go on him. He brings the ball into contact, yes, but he doesn't spill it very often. Mm. It's not a thing that he coughs up possession. Other players on the team are more guilty of bringing the ball into contact and losing it. And I'd rather a player that brings the ball into contact than a player who goes backwards or goes round in circles. And, and we see that as well. I don't know, that's playing devil's advocate. I'm trying to guess why the reason they've dropped. They've dropped. Mm. and Brady, I have great sympathy for him. I thought he was doing well in Crow Park, I, I have agree. to be honest. He made a mistake early on, and gave up a point. Niall Murray came on and made a load of mistakes and he had a brilliant league, but he didn't have a good game in Crow Park. Murray was brilliant. He was in Kevin's top six or seven performers in the league without starting that many games because he was coming off the bench and he was electrifying. But he had a bad game in the league finally when he came on. Are you going to turn around and take, and take um, Killian Brady off off the team? Or sorry, could you've, you could sorry you could have turned around and taken Niall Murray off that day in Crow Park. Like Killian was sitting on the sideline probably thinking, well, I I didn't do too bad here. He seems to be the fall guy again, and he mm. he's gone. It's, and that's disappointing for, for him. Um, but of course, is injured. That was enforced. But you know, you wonder. Uh, um if certain players seem to seem to get a jersey. Like, and I'm not saying that they're not good players, but there's certain players definitely seem to get a jersey. Do you know? Is that just the way the can,
1: world, or you know what I mean? We we all we've all seen that in management that there's certain players that once they're fit they they're always going to get a jersey it doesn't matter what their form is like or what what consistency they're producing or even if they're playing enough if the if the manager maybe a couple of the players are just the manager has that much confidence in them right you're fit I'm going to play you and that's it like it's almost like Jim McGuinness and and uh, Brian McFadden or not Brian McFadden Colin McFadden uh, Brian, uh, he's not bro- a good singer but he's a better footballer no, he's a better, a better, footballer. Footballer, he's better left foot in <laughs> but he Jim McGuinness made the point that doesn't matter how bad McFadden's playing I'm always going to leave him on because I know he's one of my go to guys and that's
0: great if you are that fella but if you're another fella yeah, if you're, killing, very, very if you're killing the gunner, and you're taking doesn't matter how, how well I play, I'm always going to be going off. Yeah, uh, how would you ever play well in those those situations? I feel sorry for for Killian. Like, like I know he's probably not feeling sorry for himself, and this is just idle chat here as well. But, um, like you know, it's not like we're being negative. I got, I got an email from someone complaining about the Cavan team and complaining that that they were so negative. And I was like, hang on, they're a the high scoring team in the league. And I finished the email exchange. and no reply came after a few emails over and back saying. Yes or no, would you have taken being the highest scoring team in the whole country and getting to a league final at the start of the year? And I didn't get a response, so I know what the answer to that was. So we're not just being negative for the sake of it, but let's call a spade a spade. That's That, in my opinion, has weakened the team.
1: Yeah, It'll just be very, very interesting to see. I I personally believe that it's a more defensive-minded team. I, I think Darren McVeady and Mark Riley are going in, to go... In effect, and that's weakening working.
0: it, Damien, isn't it?
1: Well... Time will tell because maybe the Tyrone style, the, the way that we played against Tyrone, had left too many gaps for them to counterattack. And maybe the idea is by playing lads who don't bomb forward all the time that there won't be so many gaps when we do go, when we do get turned over. But on the counter of that is there won't be as many players supporting us when we have possession of the ball trying to get a score. So it's, it's it, <clears throat> it, it, it'll, it'll, it'll depend. The, the starting point in this game will come to it is if we get off to a good start and get into a lead of two or three points, then having a good, strong defensive structure will mean that we should win out the game. But if we start and go behind with three or four points, then the, the whole idea of that system, in my opinion, goes out the window. You need to bring on the Kieran Bradys, the
0: lads who are driving forward all the time. And why gamble? Why why take that gamble? That's a gamble. If, we, if you do slip behind, that's a gamble. You find yourself chasing the game and you don't have the personnel there that, you can, that can chase a game. You have players there that can hold out a game. Look, at, Cavs were beaten in the Championship on the 4th of July last year. That's when they were knocked out by Roscommon. That's roughly 300 days ago. And everything, every day since then has been building up to, to Sunday, two days' time from when mm. we are sitting here. And, you know, you'd have to say looking at the positives, you'd have to say that we're in a great place. I think we would have taken this at the fourth of July last year. If we did have done a podcast on the fifth of July last year and we'd have said in three hundred days we'd be sitting there, we'll have we'll have uh, Eugene Keating on the team, we'll have David Givney on the team, we'll have Shawnee Johnson on the team or on the panel. We'll have Killian Clark fit and playing brilliant, we'll have Grojo and fit and playing brilliant, we'll have Ray McGalligan, absolute revelation in the goals. We've only one starting starting player. We've two starting players that would be in running run in the start in that team that's not fit and that's Niall McDermott and uh, Jason McLaughlin other than that we've, we have the best panel of fellas available to Cavan fit going well tugged out and ready to rock on Sunday and like, that's a massive positive and the management and the backroom team have to take credit for that definitely there's they've, there's they've else out all there. stops they all
1: stops to get the best panel in, you know, at their disposal just look when you could could do no, definitely not. Definitely we'll, not. We'll, we'll, we'll go on Our man, said uh, just to go through the panel, because everyone would have heard the Cavan team, but looking through the subs, there's 26 players named. Um, Alan O'Mara is at 16, then you've Joshua Hayes, Kieran Brady, Brian Sankey, Killian Brady, Jack Brady, Kean Mackey, Eugene Keaton, Christopher Conroy, Gerard Smith and James McEnroe. That's a seriously strong bench. James McEnroe back in the fold. All the all the signals coming out from training is that Jerry Smith is lighting the world apart at the minute. Um you have then the two lads that we just spoke a lot about, Killian and Kieran Brady, all there. You have Eugene Keaton to come on as a force. It it's it's defensively heavy though, the, the bench, isn't it? With you've Joshua, Ciarán, um well, Brian Sankey can be a midfielder come defender. Killian Brady's a defender. Um Jerry Smith, defender. James McEnroe, defender. So you're you're out of your eleven subs, seven one goalkeeper, six defenders, and and uh, and four forwards. So
0: it's defensively heavy. It's defensively heavy. Surely <coughs> um, is Jack Brady on the bench? Jack Brady's on the bench. Jack Brady's yeah. on the bench. Yeah, I think we'd we'll probably see Jack playing a part. He had a big enough part to play in the league. In fairness to him, like especially when he came on against Leash, he was very good against Galway. Yeah. I thought. Very solid, won every everything that came as way As well, I think Jack, we'll see Jack at some stage. Uh, did you list Tom Hayes there as well? No, Tom's not on Tom's the bench. Tom's not on the bench. Okay, well he's a lad. I thought might have might have been close. He's a fellow I would always carry on on the panel for a match day because he brings something very few other players bring. He's electric. Something different. He's electrifying. Mm. But the fellow you call my man crush, Jerry Smith, <laughs> is on is on the panel. I just think he's such a brilliant talent, a brilliant footballer. He he, I haven't seen any Kevin player come along with, with his skill set mm. in, in the last few years. To have pace, ability to kick off both feet, his cruising speed is unbelievable. Like he looks like he's he's trotting along and yet he's leaving fellas for dead. Yeah. He's got ball skills, he's a cool head, he's got everything. His his career trajectory sort of did dip a little bit the last couple of years, injuries and, and um yeah. probably a bit of loss of form as well. But he's back to himself now and as you say, the the, the work from the camp is good. So look he's named there for a reason. That's it. I'm glad to see it that that our sources are correct. Uh, We've been talking about Jerry Smith, and now to see him named is is affirmation of that. And I think you'll see that man come on and do well.
1: Yeah, I'd imagine so as well. The Armagh team. um, In case anybody hasn't heard it, we'll just go through it nice and quickly. In goals is uh, Patrick Morrison. The full back line is James Morgan. Uh, Charlie Vernon and Mark Shields half back line is Andy Mallon Aidan Falker and Kieran McKeever middle of the field Brendan Donaghy and Ethan Rafferty half forward line is Rory Grugan Tony Kiernan and Kieran O'Hanlon and the full forward line is Colum Waters Stephen Campbell and Gavin McParland so just looking down through the bench I'm looking to see do I recognise any names Aaron Finden there Stephen or Stephen Falker um, the rest of them
0: don't recognise them at all Joe McIlroy and yeah and- at the Up for the match event last night um McConville went through the Armagh team in a, in a good bit of detail and um there you know, a couple of key points that he mentioned Gavin McParland he said is is a score getter and or sorry goal getter and he said he 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 could score two or three or he could be taken off at half time and the funny thing was I was talking to Brendan Cross from the Irish news this morning and we went through the teams as well he was doing a preview and he was asking me some stuff about the Cavan team I mentioned McParlin, and he goes, hot or cold? So No, he's, that, that, he's that's known him. for it. He's known for it. Um, Brendan Donaghy, McConville said, was one of the best full-backs in Ulster for three or four years there, but has been badly hampered by, hampered by injury. He's line, listed to play midfield, and McConville says he thinks Donaghy is a bit of a weak link because he's not the player he was with injuries and everything else. And the funny thing midfield. is, Michael
1: Hannon, we were speaking to him earlier, hopefully we'll be able to... Um, Add on we'll we will actually put in a bit that he spoke about Brendan Don Donahue, that he thinks he'll be back in the full back line
0: Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. Um now someone else that, that knows these things told me that Kieran McKeever doesn't like doing a man marking job. McKeever likes to play the spare man role. Now he's an elder statesman, like he's on that team ten or twelve years on the Armada team. I think I don't think he, he came in around two thousand three, two thousand and four. Yeah. And uh, Which is which is thirteen years ago. Yeah, I don't think he was on the All Ireland panel. he definitely wasn't, but he, he came in shortly after. He would have got a couple of us at at the tail end of that run. But he likes he has played very little football in the league, but he doesn't like to do a man marking job. But there was talk going around that he might pick up McKernan. So that's gonna be very interesting. Like McKeever will, will just look the dog him out of it and, mm. and nothing else and that's that's the But he shouldn't have the athleticism to deal with him. I can't see it I really can't see it But then then what's the
1: alternative on him? Darren McVitie or Martin Riley? like they're all very athletic McVitie will have speed it'll just tear uh,
0: McKeever apart Yeah I I I think so too I think there's going to be a big game in McVeady of the other fellas you're talking about like Andy Mallon's there a long time as well he's a tried and trusted player and so is Morgan especially at club level as well across but you know Charlie Vernon as well like Charlie Vernon played in 2008 against Cavan you know, there's a lot of miles on the clock and
1: Andy fellas. Malin if I remember rightly has had a few battles with Shawnee Johnson in Championship and he
0: has. and come out the better and yeah he, he has but you'd wonder how long can Andy Malin go on for Like, mm. it's a young man's game now yeah. and like you know, there's a lot of older legs in that defence that Charlie Vernon the half-back line is a, has a bit of pace in it with Falker and Mallon, but you wonder are the legs still there. And up front, especially speaking to Brendan Crossan today, he doesn't feel that there's much pace in the attack. Um, you know, Waters is is so so. Stephen Campbell is the leader of the attack, and he's their go to man up front. But you know, I think we have the, possibly the best fullback in the country, in Killian mm. Clark. And Brendan Crossan said to me, you know, his his reading of it was that Giveny's not a full forward and Clark's not a full back. And I said, oh, I wouldn't agree with that. I think I do think Givney's his best position as a full forward, even though he's not one of these absolute ball artists who can throw all sorts of dummies and stuff like that, but I think he is a full forward. Yeah,
1: but, but he has those skills. They just don't come off 100% of the time yeah. because sometimes you see him do things with the ball that that's, you know, Harlem Globetrotter style because his hands are so quick and he thinks like a basketball player. So I think you're dead, right? I think full forward is his best position if we can get the right type of ball in. And I think, I don't know who it was hit the point last night on the up for the match that the diagonal ball from either Martin Reilly or McVitie or or Groud coming up where you're hitting the far side of the field. If you're on the left, you're hitting the right corner. If you're on the right, you're hitting the left corner. That That sort of ball even with a sweeper, they're going, they'd struggle if we can deliver that sort of ball in towards Givney. Like, Armagh won all Ireland's on it, putting that diagonal ball in top of Clark. I think we have a man that's capable of doing what Clark done for Armagh. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll take a very quick commercial break, but come back to us in two minutes where we'll be uh, looking, we'll be talking with Michael Hannan very briefly, and we'll also be looking on the Cavan minor team. We have exclusively got the Cavan minor team here on wearecavan.com podcast. Do you need insurance for your business? Why not contact the experts at BBI Ireland and join the winning team situated at Town Hall Street, Cavan. For all your property, farm and business needs, make BBI Ireland your first choice. Log on to bbiireland.ie or contact Anthony Ford or Desi Smith in Cavan on 049 433 1038. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Welcome back to the McAvoy Super Value. We are Cavan GAA podcast. Um, we're looking ahead to the Cavan Armagh Clash in the Ulster Senior Championship quarter final, And a little bit earlier on, we caught up with Michael Hannan and he's expecting a Cavan win.
2: I, I, the league game I think will have very little bearing other than it will probably have a torn of how they can of uh, how not to play on Sunday they'll, like if, if there's any learned anything from the league th- they'll know that they'll probably have to turn up and play more defensively than they've done they done the day, the day the two teams clash in Brighton Park in the league because you know 17 points they, they've given the in full won every single ball that turns into him Danny Johnson was kind of playing off front of him Pulling the strings and Grog was just bombing through. A cavern had three goals, but you know they could have had another four, or five on top of that. McCarney in particular, some of his points. I think he scored one five. I mean, they were they were rifles over the bar. Um, you know, so they, they'll obviously know that if they can't go up to Buxton Park and concede concede three or four goals again. So that's the league game. That's really like the only thing it'll have a have on this bearing is It'll give them a, an idea of what the blueprint should look like. If they're gonna they don't have any hope of beating Cabin.
0: Do you think that the changes that Terry Hyland has made will strengthen the Cabin team? <clears throat> it's
2: hard to know. I, 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 I think obviously Jason McLaughlin has been, you know, very good throughout the, the National League campaign. So that's a blow. Now they're bringing in Rory, who Rory Dunn is, you know, a very experienced player at this stage. But Rory hasn't played a whole pile, so. Uh, there may be an element of him, of him trying to get his wit, you know, just trying to find his feet for a little bit. Uh, uh, you know, Terry's obviously in there watching watching the players every week, and Bourne might be dropping off at one or two players at this stage, and it might be no harm to give a few other guys, guys a run. He's kind of lucky in that, even though he's bringing in players, he's not bringing in guys that have no experience, you know. He's bringing guys with a wealth of experience, so I. Like, uh, Fergal Flanagan pulled a hamstring in the mid match and he didn't really feature again until the national Mm -hmm. final. So, I I think if they were picking their six best defenders, they'd probably be be picking Fergal anyway. So, I can see him coming back in there. And I'd say they they would have always had it in their head that he would have been one of their six. Now, I'd say Jason McLaughlin would also have been one of their six if if they had a full hand to deal with. So, you know, it's probably a case of, um, you know, they might be. It's probably even, even that, even that itself, if you know what I mean, to, to have him in place. One of the probably top six with, with someone else, but you know, I, I do think the form of Kieran Brady had probably slackened off a little bit, and um, I, I think it'd be beneficial maybe for him even to be coming off the off the bench um, and, and, and playing maybe the last 20 minutes. Like, what, I, what I'd like to see is him introducing real speed from the bench with 20 minutes to go I'd, I'd like to see some really quick and athletic players being introduced If, if you know if it's given for a hot day on, on Sunday teams the flagging a little bit it'd be really helpful if you could introduce some really good players off the bench for the last 15 or 20 minutes Call it Mickey uh, I think Calvin will do, will do enough I think is going to have to come and play a game that they haven't played always through the National League and I think Calvin has been playing a certain way and, and going to be well versed in it in what they're trying to do. So from that point of view, it's an advantage, Calvin. They just have to keep doing what they were doing. And you know, the more you practice something, you know, in theory, the better you get at it. will um, probably have to come and they're going to have to play. You know, try to, try to come with a a, a new game plan for, for this this match. You know, it's not it's not completely alien to them because they have played that way in years gone by. Two years ago, they, they played very defensively, and and had quite some success with it. I just think that Cavan are further down the road in terms of what they're trying to do. If the Cavan get in front, they're going to win it. But if Armagh get the over in front, it, it'll be for a very interesting game. Um, and, and, and and they could make it. But I just think Cavan have just got more quality up front uh, and and, and it, they'll have enough to, to get in front. And if they get the Northern in front, they'll, they'll stay in front.
1: So that was uh, maybe cautious but confident uh, Michael Hannan. And he, uh, as we see, expects Cavan to pick up the victory at the weekend. We might change tack now, Paul, or... Um, actually, we, we, I suppose it's, it's only right we talk about the two championship debutants, Pork Faulkner and Liam Buchanan, when I've seen the team and they, they notice as always who's mutants, Cavan have two debutantes, and you kind of think, Jesus, yeah, they are debutants, aren't they?
0: It's mad. Yeah, they've both torn in very good league campaigns, in fairness. Um, Excellent. In fact, I think Faulkner did the best game in Crow Park, and he actually picked up an award after. But I think that was more based really on his his entire previous performance. Yeah he, yeah, he didn't have his best game at Crow Park, but he had a few outstanding games before that, like particularly in and that stands out. Yeah, he was brilliant that night.
1: I thought in Navin as well. He was excellent. He was
0: excellent up in yeah. Navin. He was. I think Faulkner is is the real deal. Yeah, he's he's, uh, he's made of the right stuff. He's tough. He he likes to get forward. He actually said in an interview recently that. He'd rather play further out the field, which probably shows that Cabin's attacking philosophy that he that the, there's a cornerback saying I'd rather be out centre half or midfield. But um, I like Faulkner B- Buchanan as well. Really good, really gutsy, and can time his runs going forward that he can get scores. Like he, famously, he did it in the Ulster 21 final. Talk about time when you're Cabin time they were on that evening and they came up with 1-3 in the last couple of minutes but it was his goal and the the courage that he showed to, to drive through the Donegal defence and plant it in the bottom corner. He
1: is an unbelievable knack to, to just when the chips are down when backs are to the wall He's the man who comes running through. You know when, when from talk with Sean Cavanaugh before the National League final, he was saying that you know well we're good in tight situations. Liam Buchanan is brilliant in tight situations. He he just seems to be the man that will grab the game with a scruff at the neck when you're when your backs are to the wall, and that's it's something that I think we we just we, you can't have too much of. And he's he's one of the best around at it.
0: Yeah, he is. He is now. um it's going to be a dogfight around the middle like and I think that's that's cut out for our lads Corham Buchanan they're not afraid of of getting the hard work in so I I think we should hold our own there and if we hold our own there uh, and let alone to dominate there yeah, potentially, I think could, dominate it. potentially could dominate but like it's going to be hits flying in everywhere in the middle Like that's going to be a real battleground
1: yeah definitely is but it's a, it's a very strong calvin team it's good to see it we'll move on and look ahead to the minor game um, as I said earlier on we have the minor team exclusively here on Um Starting in goals is Castle Rahens, Keith Fitzsimons. The fullback line is the captain, Patrick O'Reilly from Crush Law. back is Patrick Mead from um, Doonery. That's Patrick O'Reilly, that's w- Small Paddy. You know his name, Small Paddy? Okay. Yeah, Mr. Higgins reminds us of that. He doesn't like to be called Patrick at all. He's Small Paddy or Wee Paddy. Uh, the f- Number four then is Matthew McGee from Rammer United. The half-back line is Dara Kennedy from Killigarry, Luke Fortune from Calvin Gales and Philip Rogers from Knockbride. In the middle of the field is Conor Brady from Gowna and Jordan McCabe from Knockbride. The half-forward line is Stephen Smith from Crush Law, Thomas Edward Dunahoo from Den and Ryan O'Neill from Kildallan. And the full-forward line is Rory Curran from Swanland Bar, Conor Smith from Killigarry, and Owen Cooney from Lara. Looking through that a hell of a lot of them boys uh, have McGrory Cup medals in their back pocket from playing positions on that team, like Connor Smith, Ryan O'Neill, Thomas Edward Dunhu, Derek Kennedy, Luke Fortune played a part, Patrick O'Reilly played a part. You know, th- there's a lot
0: of experience there. There is a lot of experience. The first thing that strikes me about that team is they're small. There, the, there's a lot of pace in that team, a lot of good ball players, but they're a small team. Uh, McGee is pretty strong, Paddy O'Reilly is. Not a huge man, but he's strong and tough. Derek Kennedy's not bad. Fortune not bad, not bad, strong as well. But the forwards, especially Thomas Indeed. Thomas Edward, is is pretty light. He's not, they're not. He's not a small lad, but he's not big. No. Ryan O'Neill is strong. Uh, Curran, Connor Smith, Owen Cooney, they're small fellas, like. You know they're going to come up against an Armagh minor team that's trained by Paul McGrain, and he's been with them for the last three years and they're they're big on strength and condition, they're big on systems this is going to be a mini senior team you're going to be coming up against mm-hmm. so you'd fear a little bit for Cavan if they're going to go in with a, a swashbuckling attitude and, and try and just attack and play ball against this Armagh team I don't know if they'll get away with it that said if it turns into that type of game if it's a shootout it'll take a good team to beat that Cavan team because potentially the, the pace they've got and the ball players they've got it Should be second to none. Like I spoke to Danny Brady a few days ago, and he was saying, our man will play a mass defence and he thinks that it might suit our, our lads because they're small, they're nippy, they're ball players. They can they can weave in with hand pass and, and they can they can skip through, and they're they're good at at um, playing that patient game, and jinking in and finding the gap. So he's hoping that'll play into his hands. Anything happen can happen in minor football, as we know. Like it's a cliche, but it's it's absolutely true. We saw it even last week with Darian Theron in the minors. Mm. but Armagh are big favourites
1: Armagh are big favourites and, and I was at the league game between the sides now th- there was no comparison in the team that Cavan had out that day to this day but Armagh looked physically very well developed big strong men typical arms ripping through the, the sleeves of the jerseys, sort of boys and it, they, they bullied they really dominated Cavan that day out in cross skis. you know Cavan Cavan will have to put in a, a far bigger performance but what you will have is probably home advantage is a big advantage in this uh, incident because the speed that's in that forward line for Cavan with the likes of Conor Smith, Rory Corn, Owen Cooney, Thomas Edward Dunahoo, they're, they're very, very fast players and there's so much space in Breffney Park, Kingsborough and Park. So that that should suit the smaller, nippy or quicker player. That's that's a that's a big it advantage. Should. It's going
0: to be good weather, which which always suits the ball players. You'd imagine a, a, a dry ball suits good good ball players like with good skills, and it, it suits fast players. Where you imagine a wet, slippy ball leads to more physical exchanges, and it might suit the team that has the edge on physical power. So I think that those few factors away, way, away, I do make our mass like favorites. But we're no way of if Cavan won this.
1: No, it's going, to, it's going to be very close. Just to give you the bench on the Cavan minor team, uh, Gary O'Rourke from Ballyhays is sixteen sub-goalkeeper. Then you have Colin Moosey from Mullahorn, Gavin Smith from Balignac, Conor Rehill from Crushalaw, uh, Bernard Gaffney from Den, Keen Madden and Ushin Pearson from Gauna, Lee Riley from Lara and James Smith from Crushelaw. There's a few very, very good footballers there on that bench and some big physical, powerful players. James Smith coming to mind there and uh and, and Gaffney and Moosey. I seen Moosey in that league game against Armagh and he's physically all there.
0: Yeah, he is. He's cut from the from the Mullahorn lot and his of course his grand uncle um won an All-Ireland Cabin in the pool grounds as well so his pedigree is good there so look we want to wish all those young lads the best of luck I know know some of them personally and they've they've worked very hard for this and uh, they're very talented lads and their management has worked very hard as well so the best of luck to them and I really hope I really hope they can do it and I wouldn't be one bit surprised if they do
1: yeah, same as now So very best of luck to them So the game Minor game throws in at 1.30 In Kingsborough and Brethney Park And it's preceded by the uh, the Senior game at 3.30 um, Should be an absolutely ap- Wonderful atmosphere I know that all the seated tickets Are sold for for Kingsbury and Brethney Park As it, as we go to air here At 5 o'clock We always go early To these big games there We'll be there about 10 o'clock <laughs> Yeah, yeah We definitely I think we've been guaranteed a seat So yeah, we're lucky you never, enough You never know well, It depends who gets into the press area <laughs> But it's uh, it's going to be a brilliant occasion. As you say, weather's going to be perfect, so the Terrace is going to be a great place to go and watch this game. They're expecting anywhere between twelve and 15,000. With good weather,
0: bit of a build-up atmosphere, I geez, I could see it hitting 15,000. Yeah, just can't seem to get enough, Damien. And I'll tell you one thing, the party will be in the Sleeve Ross Sunday night after the game, if Calvin win. It will indeed, yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll, we'll be between Sleeve Ross and Luna Bar. There'll be lots of crack,
1: and, and they can all... Take the, take the boss and Bruce Springsteen can sing to Cavan up in Crow
0: Park. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Club V is Calvin's best over 21s entertainment venue. With state-of-the-art lighting and sound system, VIP room with bar, as well as a cocktail bar, outdoor heated and fully seated smoking area so you can sit, relax and take time to catch up with friends. Club V opens every Saturday night and by holiday Sunday at 11pm. To find out more about Club V and our upcoming events, follow us on Twitter or become a fan on Facebook. Club V Virginia at the Riverfront Hotel.